all your posturing, all your little speeches. You're nothing but a common thief. I am an exceptional thief, Mrs. McClendon. Favorite space movie. Favorite space movie. Yep. Um, what's yours? Well, I think probably Gravity. Okay. Are we including sci-fi or just like Earth space movie? I think Earth space because I don't want you to hit me with Guardians of the Galaxy or any of that shit. Okay, cool. Pluto yeah. and Ash. No, that was a lie. Yeah. Gravity's pretty great. Um, yeah, those like. Bloody Earthbound. I'm talking, you know, Interstellar, Apollo, Apollo 13. Apollo 11 or 13. Apollo 13. The Tom Hanks one? Tom Hanks. Yeah, I need to watch that again. It's real good. When he puts his thumb against the earth, mm. he's watching the oxygen come out. Yeah. That one's great because it's real. It is good. Yeah. Apollo 18? I saw a thing. Apollo 18? What's you know, the, what's the um, horror one? Yeah, 18, something like yeah. that. That's, that's not bad. It's 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 that's okay. the one that's it's the what if what if the moon but found footage yeah and there's demon spiders <laughs> yeah oh yeah I like that I love you spend I love most found of footage. that film with no monster yeah. but it's a monster movie I saw a thing that those are the best monster movies they are the best monster movies Cloverfield Cloverfield the host Jaws Jaws um sorry Yaws oh sorry yeah. That's the critic is that the, Yaws the, the the two dots above the A or something. <laughs> Yawaza. Um that's how it's pronounced in this native Stockholm. Um you know Tom Hanks is gonna play Mr. Rogers. Yeah. Yeah. It looks this, really good. I saw this thing and it's like Tom Hanks, his continued quest or something like to, to not rest until he has played every American <laughs> <laughs> from history. Everyone who's done something good. Yeah. I like Sully. He doesn't look anything like him but he doesn't look he doesn't look too far apart like they're just the same race and he's age. got the same sweater on he's much too old now <laughs> like, he's like he's playing someone 20 years older than but like I he think, did in Bridge of Spies that guy he's playing was 20 years younger than Tom Hanks is I think though like, I'll dye my hair it's fine everyone loves Tom Hanks enough yeah like you love Tom Hanks on the level that people loved Mr. Rogers I know but I feel like it, that makes it kind of obvious <laughs> who would you rather play Mr. Rogers well, Damien d- Lewis I don't know <laughs> oh yeah with his with his demon horse face <laughs> <laughs> yeah sure with his with his weird slitty Voldemort mouth absolutely I love Damien Lewis he's the best he'd make a good Voldemort Yes. Sorry, on the subject of Damien Harry. Lewis versus Jude Law. No, you, in you have the to Harry have British Potter people. reboot. British people. Damien Lewis. He is, is British. Is he though? Yeah. But is he though? Yes. But is he though? Yeah, that's what you can tell because of the bad American accent he keeps doing. <laughs> it is a bad American accent. How good is Band of Brothers? You know some people how they can only do an American accent if they talk out of the side of their mouth. Looking at you, Clive Owen. Clive Owen shouldn't be they're like, I'm kind of scared to let my mouth really talk like this. So I I'll didn't just try know and... that they still chose Clive Owen for films until Gemini Man. Yeah, I didn't know that. I didn't. I, I thought, oh, cool. I thought we'd grown out of this. I didn't. <laughs> I thought we'd all moved on. No, I don't <laughs> mind Clive Owen. Children of Men. Children of Men's great, but that's a different Clive Owen. Yeah, what happened to that Clive Owen? That Clive Owen did Day of the Triffids, and then he's decided, ah. Oh, He's like, oh, I'm shit. Yeah. No, I want earthy British alcoholic <laughs> Clive Owen. He's definitely not American CIA director. Why do they always? <laughs> why do they always cast? 
just really English looking people. Don't they always, but I don't like it when really English looking people are cast as a. Because like, no, you're not. You're I so en- clearly not that. I enjoy the ability to see. He's King Arthur. The people who look English. You like what? The, the ability to see people who look English. Like, yeah, you're definitely. English. Yeah. You look English. Jim Sturgis. He looks very English. Very English. <laughs> Um, Tom Hanks Tom Hanks very American remember, <laughs> remember that's why he played Walt Disney in his quest to play every American <laughs> he's played America they should do three movies about the moon landing in each one he plays a different one of the astronauts <laughs> mm. or do it like meeting John Malkovich where he's all the people on the ground how good is Tom Hanks? That'd be a good Love, Sex and Robots episode, a future where everyone is Tom Hanks. Are they doing another season of that? I don't know, but that's my new thing where Just... if I think an idea would be interesting for five minutes, <laughs> I say that should be a Love, Sex and Robots episode. <laughs> that was a good show. Yeah. Mm. I think that's, yeah, they were using the, the Gemini Man technology there to make all of the... And some, some of the animations in that show... It's... Fantastic, fantabulous, insane, yeah. Mm. Good space, some sweet space, sweet, sweet, sweet space. Sweet space. What's yeah. your favorite space show? Space show, yeah, like a series. Not many space. There's sci-fi shows. Yeah, well, SG One. That's Earth going to space. Yeah, I, I haven't really watched any of that stuff to be honest. Okay. Nah, nah. That's fair. Doctor Who. Mm-hmm. That's, That's Earth going to space. Yeah. Mm. Oh no. Oh. Or uh, Rick and Morty space show. Rick and Morty is a space show. Yeah. It's not an Earth it's space It's too though. mental though. It's so mental. Mm. It's not very the grounded. The Martian. That's a good space movie. Nah. Don't reckon? Nah. Nah? Nah. Red Planet? They, everyone involved in that movie can't get over how good it is. The and Martian. That, yeah, and that bleeds out of the screen in every frame and everyone looks very chuffed with themselves. But I, like but I think Damon. it was a bit of a missed opportunity because they... But also, but that's probably just me and my tastes as well because the version of that I would want would be the more the moodier, more pretentious version where you <laughs> sink a bit... When they do it in the film, but just like the experience of being him on that planet... Mm. Is not very real in the film. Where you think it's too lighthearted. Yeah, it's a film about a guy being isolated in a kind of in a deeply horrifying survivalist situation for what is it, a year? Years? Four. Four years. And your mind would definitely crumble under those circumstances. And it's 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 like being in solitary prisoners would rather spend their time surrounded by other violent prisoners that want to hurt them than be in solitary confinement. It is the worst torture any person can be put in. And this movie got nominated for the best comedy Golden Globe. Oh, it did too, yeah. So, to me, that signifies that they haven't gone in the direction that I would like them to go in. (laughs) And I didn't like Donald Glover in it either. He's not used enough. That was in bad. Anything. That was bad acting. That was just. Trying that to was. Well, I'm doing a character, <laughs> and he he can do good acting. He can't do a good. But acting. he was like, "What if I just open my eyes really wide? Is that acting? What if I open my eyes wide? Am I doing it now? Is this is this acting? So yeah, it's a kind um, of acting. Yeah, it's I called... like movies that are 
I like it when it's a just a little bit more moony and contemplative and a bit more sad and Terence Malicky. Van Helsing. Ad Astra. Oh, okay. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Exceptional Thieves. <laughs> it's a podcast where Isaac and I review and rewrite movies. I'm Sam. I'm Isaac. And today we're talking about Ad Adastra. 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 Why is it called that? I think it translates to To the Stars. Is it said or referenced in the movie at all? Because I missed nope, it if it was. But the movie is about going to the stars. It, 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 yeah. 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 Well, it's about going to Neptune. Which is amongst the stars. It is, well, we're amongst the stars, Isaac. <laughs> the one thing, one, one of my problems was they. Every one of time, my problems is going to Neptune. Yes, one of my problems is going to Neptune. It's <laughs> a very anticlimactic place to go. Like, oh, well, that's as far as we're going to go? Okay, yeah. cool. They should have stopped like, saying... Like, that's a long far... That's a, nep- that's a long far? That's a long... It's a long way <laughs> it away. It be long far, that do. R. <laughs> it's a long way away. But it yes. doesn't seem like you're reaching anywhere. Yeah. Like, if it was past Pluto. Like, the edge of the solar system. Well, see, I like that it was kind of you know, quote-unquote, grounded in that way where <laughs> let's take what we're capable of now but do a couple of orders of magnitude so we're not going... Gal- it's not Star Trek. <laughs> and that made it feel, to me, a bit like more sort of uh, intense because it's that because it's a little bit more tactile and real. But every time someone said Neptune, I kind of giggled. <laughs> it's just a photo sound of... I like that it wasn't Uranus. We're, we're going to Neptune. Like... <laughs> Are you though? They, I think they should have just said the name of the the base, the ship they were going to, instead of saying because you're not going to Neptune because that would be mental. You're just going to near it where the. Where but the he's ship in is. orbit of Neptune. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. I know what. It's just I'm just saying. So no, no spoilers. In the same way, Matthew McConaughey should have been hunting a marlin and not a tuna. They, Serenity, uh, callback for anyone who came with us on that journey. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it should have been going to, you know, the U- the was. USS, you know, Poseidon. What was the name Neptune. of Neptune? What was it? I don't know. The mission. Something or other. Anyway, uh, no spoilers. What do you think? Um, uh, good. Uh, surprisingly good. Not perfect. But also, I think good because it's right up my alley. Um, but was... even leaning outside of that, I think... I, yeah, it's it's very respectable what they've done here. I think, I think okay. it's good. I think it's good. What do you think? Yeah, good. Do, you can say no because that sounded like a no. Well, no, there are parts of the film that I really, really, really liked. Okay, but then the parts I, really, really, I wanted really other like. things to happen. Okay, something other than not much. Yeah. Spoiler alert. Okay, so now spoiler section. Um, I don't know. What do you think? What should we talk about? Uh, I want to talk about the part that I really liked Brad Pitt never gets shirtless opportunity missed does all that working out for nothing Brad Pitt is one of the parts I really liked because it's Brad Pitt second part I really liked that chasing on the moon like Brad Pitt really deserves to be a famous movie star yeah you know what I mean he works he he clearly does his job he yeah he's very good like he just making the tears come doing that manly emotional not emo not emoting acting mm-hmm. very very good he is he's a he's a man good for him he's a proper man proper dude yeah that chase yeah. scene on the moon spot on that is the best chase scene I've seen filmed in okay. a long time 
Um, little weird ass laser guns that we we invent for some reason, because you need guns in space because there are pirates on the moon. Just because. So yeah, so I love the aesthetic of the whole thing. Very utilitarian. Way. Very utilitarian. Seems very real. Yeah. And I love the idea of car chase on the moon. Mm-hmm. That's brilliant. Car chase in low gravity. That's why I think they should go there in the next Fast and Furious. But <laughs> surely, yeah, they're going to space. Yeah, and what happens is the Rock grabs the bad guy and throws him so hard he breaks the moon's orbit, <laughs> or throws one guy and he just flies away and Bye. lands. Yeah, and then throws another guy out of orbit. Throws throws a guy out of sight. They fight for about twenty minutes, and then that guy comes back after running all the way back, <laughs> like out of breath. <laughs> Um, so so to get a bit nitpicky I'm sorry pirates on the moon (laughs) how are they how did they get there how are they living there if you if you are on the moon you're not a pirate (laughs) you are not gaining resources by yeah, they keep attacking stealing, other people. Uh, stealing, stealing air from other people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm sorry, if you're at the level of piracy, I would advise you to go to Earth, where you will still there struggle. There is an abundance of being able to live. But you will at least be able to cross off oxygen and water from the list of things you need to acquire through crime. I understand. Like, if, What if, do they need? If it had, did, if it had just been another country... Yes. You know, like China. They somehow got the other side of the moon and there's a territorial dispute and whatever. But the fact that, no, it's just some other dudes. <laughs> what? You could have just cut to the same cool point without that being... And the lunar module that they're driving along is pretty mm. much this looks the same as the ones as they the drove movie. when they're up on the moon. Yeah. And all I'm saying is... If they're like, okay, the only way we can get to the launch pad to fly to Mars from the moon is to drive there through completely unsecured territory where there's moon pirates. And our only strategy for surviving this is to go and hope it doesn't happen. (laughs) I would at least enclose the vehicle. (laughs) I would at least make it like a normal car so that you can't just get shot because you're driving a golf cart. One of the things I don't understand is they have the ability to send rockets up there on a regular basis and the rockets can park, yet you can't build a plane that can fly from one station to the next. A tunnel. On the moon. A tunnel. An enclosed tunnel. Anything. They should just be walking along a travelator like an airport. Yeah, or why is the launch pad so far away from your space station? Maybe it's got to be on the other side of the moon to fly. Why don't you put your space station on that side of the moon? Uh, Because you want want to go from Earth to moon and then you drive to the other side of the moon to take off towards Mars. What would be cool is if... It makes perfect. It's like a roundabout. Is if film was made where settlement on the moon lives in caves that they've dug into the moon. Yeah. Like massive caverns where one one lives. Or, like, you know, there are films like City of Embers where civilization has crumbled on the surface yeah. and people have developed their mm. cities inside 
caves. Yeah. It'd be cool to have a film like this where you still think we're on Earth mm. and like these people are trying to break out of the cave and stuff. Yeah. Moon. Yeah. On yeah. the moon. That'd be Break cool. out of the cave. <gasps> the Earth is just there, but we can't touch it. So what? This this is another species of people that've always lived on the moon. Like the what are they? The Ningnongs. That kids show. Did you ever watch that? No, I didn't. Watch the little that. pink puppets. Someone will know what I'm talking about. Someone will definitely. Probably, Probably someone thing. from Britain. Yeah. Britland. I want to check that. Ningnongs. Yeah. I watched. Oh, sorry. Wait, that's another whole conversation talking about nineties cartoons and stuff. Okay, I'm just gonna do moon, pink, puppet, TV show. <laughs> Uh, other parts that I really liked um, it's not getting there for me not getting there I, how does that not get me there I love Tommy Lee Jones um, I like Tommy Lee Jones in yes. this film and I like that the scene we get with Tommy Lee Jones when we first get to see him as he is it looks like he's being affected by gravity a lot more than Brad Pitt is for the whole film like, cause yeah, where is where point. is holding himself? It just looks like he's standing on a platform up there. He's like, yeah, cool. Yeah, and then Brad Pitt's floating around down here, like doing his yeah gravity thing. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so <laughs> it's just oh, cool. So if you're in space long enough, you you get gravity. You, yeah, you get you, you level are bequeathed up. with gravity. Yeah, you earn it. It's like uh, it's like loyalty points, <laughs> like flybys. Yeah. Eventually. So, just to bone through some of my problems with this movie that okay. I did like. Yeah. Um, that I don't know what the deal... I actually don't know what was going on in that. I don't know what... Like, So, what's the go with antimatter? They... Do they all have it? Are they using antimatter to get there? I don't what's know. What's Tommy Lee Jones done with it? I have no idea how Tommy Lee Jones was causing these surges. Yeah. And the surges also are killing people on Earth, but also could cause a black hole separately. And I don't need a lot, but there just wasn't enough. I couldn't tell you what was actually going on. Yeah, I don't think. And I know it doesn't matter at the end of the day because the film is about their relationship, and that's fine. But But I would have liked some explanation as to why they're labeling this guy a terrorist. Yeah. When you don't even know what he's doing or what he's done or what's what's at stake. Yeah. Re- I- maybe that's a choice like not to do the exposition scenes like mm. you gotta go do this because of this okay straight away and there's no like well that was my other point there was I think there was a lot of really obvious exposition but it wasn't the exposition that you needed did you hear yeah did you, do you remember the guy at the beginning there's a guy on everyone's intercom who's also kind of like a disc a disc jockey telling everyone what's going on. <laughs> and he's like, hello everybody, welcome to the antenna that we built on Earth. It's a great day to try and talk to aliens because that's what we're doing here. <laughs> that's why we built this and that's what everyone's doing, trying to talk to aliens. You get it? Okay. I loved that scene. The where fall. he's just working up there and he's for his day of business. Yeah. Just doing I, his thing and it just starts where he just works on this thing. But what's weird is that the, the, the Earth makes one of these. It's weird that the... Yeah. Yes. What I've... I, yeah, and I loved that whole falling sequence. That, yeah. was, that was really, really good. Um, what I felt like it was missing was... And I, I, I get that this just wasn't the kind of film they wanted to make, but he, throughout the course of the movie, gets sort of becomes more broken down and um, loses his ability to be the person he's always kind of been. But I wanted a scene 
showing him being that. And you didn't get that because it ended at the start. Like it started with him losing that. Yeah, it started with everything everything going south. I also like, wanted show, more of Liv Tyler. Show me him uh, act, yeah, just handling a situation really competently and being really kind of ro- almost robotic and able to sort of manage stuff. We didn't see him... He did a little bit of that in the course of that explosion and fall, but not a lot. Mm. So... I felt like people kept referring to who he is and what he's like, but I hadn't seen that at any point. I've only seen him being sad about his dad kind of immediately. Mm. And I get that from the beginning, his life is already kind of rocky because he's not living it the right way. But I, felt, I think that would have been, I think that would have been good. I liked the antenna thing. Um, they cut to news headlines a few times, which is one of my red flags to explain what's going on no news headlines um and i think they could have cut back on some of the narration yeah from brad pitt because the narration was just saying i didn't i don't i don't want that from a film yeah you could have cut nearly all of it i think i think brad pitt obviously really liked when he was in tree of life by (laughs) terence malick and it's just sort of trying to do that a little bit all the time. So there's him doing Terence Malick narration over whatever's was going on. And it happens a lot. And I love me some Terence Malick narration. I'm a sucker <laughs> for that, you know, pseudo highbrow shit all the time. I don't care. But um, it was stuff like a scene would happen and they have sort of confidently shown you what's going on and what he's feeling. And you sort of see them going, wow, he looks, he looks really lonely. And then the narration comes on. I was incredibly alone. I had never felt so alone. I thought, like, oh, he probably, he's probably missing his dad. I was hoping, wanted to find my father. Like, yeah, we, we know. We know that that's what he's feeling. You've shown us that with the, with the acting and everything. <laughs> You're not adding anything with the narration. Because they've never made film noir in space. Noir, you reckon? I want it. I would love... Oh, I'd, lo- I'd like it. It would be great. Yeah, for, for Blade Runner 3. No. Where they go to space. No, they're never yeah. making another one of those films. Yeah, because they're so good, Isaac. They're not. They're so good. No, you are wrong. Um, yeah, I think we make... What, I have oh. a question about the film. Yeah, go on. At the start, his father... His, the father... The, the mission, whatever it was called, went missing 15 years into the journey. Yes. Yet Brad Pitt gets there in two weeks. Was it 15 years into their thing? Yep. I'm pretty okay. sure that's in the trailer as well. All I, know is, all I know is he hasn't seen him for like... 15 years. No, it's longer than that. It's 15 years. He's been away for 15 years. They went missing. No, I think... I, I, I really think it's longer. Oh, he no, says it is, something like he he's 25. He um, was in his 20s and now he's in yeah, his 40s. So it, it, went, it went missing 15 years into the thing and it's been... 10, 10 or yeah, so like years after that. So it's been a long... It's been like 30-odd years it's that been Tommy Lee Jones time. has been in space. Yeah. But yeah. what's weird is that that amount of time... Mm-hmm. So they've been travelling for 15 years, then they went missing around Neptune. Mm-hmm. Yet Brad Pitt covers that amount of space within like a day or so, like 14 hours. We'll be at Neptune in 14 hours. No, that sort of shit. No, it, it takes him 79 days. Wow. That big montage of him years. floating around. Sure. <laughs> sure. 
that was my thing when he just climbs onto the spaceship oh. which I guess you can do pretty cool sequence pretty like cool mental sequence. but yeah and then uh, he accidentally murders everyone with his, with his bare just... hands <laughs> people he's just meant and he, like okay, he momentarily well. becomes his character from once upon a time in Hollywood and just <laughs> beats everyone to death and then gets on the main intercom arm so real sorry you'll never guess what's happened but and they're all dead so I got I didn't look now look I didn't know look don't don't react to this straight away <laughs> but I look okay everyone's dead everyone's dead except for me but everything's fine we're still gonna do the mission and it's fine so don't I don't worry about it Houston. after that scene the film ends and he lives his life happily ever after. He doesn't go to jail for murdering these people. Yeah. I, you are 100% going to prison when you get back. Yeah. one hundred. I thought the workaround that would be that the because the government washed, like, whitewashed what his dad had done, mm. they would similarly whitewash what he has done to get the heroic story of we saved the day by stopping the, the charges. The surge. And they just didn't bother to put that in. But I like that, like, they'll just buy that he was he was fine. He's going to prison if he didn't kill anyone. <laughs> if they didn't have it on camera of him, well, Murdering. at least manslaughter. Well, but the first one was an accident on her fault. And then the other dudes were just attacking him. Yeah, and then the other dudes just really artificially went mental. Mm-hmm. They, the other dudes became like everyone who fights John Wick, where they have <laughs> no thought for their own safety at all. They and just, just have to fight. They just become an uruk and go <laughs> mental at him, so he has no choice but to kill them. The baboon scene? We'll get one sec. Okay. My thought was he climbs onto the spaceship, and then it's like, going to be there for 79... 79 days... What did you think you were going to eat on that spaceship? <laughs> Without them knowing you were What here. did you think you were going to breathe? Because they, like, they measure that. <laughs> they go, there's this many people, so that's how much shit we'll put on, because weight matters. Weight makes a... Because <laughs> I'm a big expert on space. But, like, <laughs> you can't sneak stuff maybe onto a spaceship. Maybe he knew he was going to kill them all. 80 days? Well, yeah, maybe. Maybe he is. And now he's got several, like, he's got a year and a bit worth of stuff. Mm. Yeah, so my, my other thought was, like, sure, with, and I'm now talking about a different scene, and my thought with that scene was, okay, fine, but you at least need to tell me why there's a baboon. <laughs> and you can't just call it a research primate and leave it at that. Because what research are you doing that needs one of the most aggressive animals... <laughs> Aggressive and intelligent animals that it could probably figure out how to blow you out an airlock if it put its, if it put its mind to it. Like, fucking, what are they, Norwegians? That what are you like doing, off mate? Of Mars, right? Like, yeah. Between, between the moon and Mars is when yeah. they come across this the thing. The bloody Norwegians <laughs> took baboons up there and it killed all of them. <laughs> uh, it, but, it, but that is quite terrifying, the bit where it looks over the guy's shoulder. Oh, it is It is terrifying. And like, then again, leaps at him and it just... Again, hovers. I want, I want the moon car chase. <laughs> just don't do pirates. And I want baboon in space <laughs> because it symbolizes, you know, his, um, you know, his animalistic, you know, drives and chaotic mental state. Oh, yeah, state symbolization, that's a thing that, that he has to That he has to overcome, etc. Um, but, yeah. So weird. You gotta... So weird, but great. Like, yeah. I wanted more of that. A lot of... There's um, like four films in this film. 
Yeah, it's one of well, Baboon in Space. That'd be a good horror. I don't know. Gorilla feel, in Space. I feel like it's one space gorillas. film. Space, but gorillas. it's very. It's. I mean, and I've, I mean, you know, if you're a hammer, everything look like looks like a nail. And my favorite film is Apocalypse Now. So of course I'm saying there's a lot of Apocalypse Now in this movie, where it's <laughs> the journey to the crazed general at the end of the river, and, you're just and there's all the hurdles. Yeah, the stops you make along the way, and each stop you make inform something about the um you know the, you the, the, the main character and yeah so you're and the journey physically out there is also a journey into the internal space and blah 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 um so i so i you know i like i like all of that um and yeah i could watch brad pitt's brad pitt press buttons in a spaceship all day really yeah me too it's pretty good all space movies are about dads aren't they I don't know of a space movie except Mars Needs Mums that's about mums. Yeah. Well, Gravity... E.T. But then that's about the absence of a dad. Yeah. Interstellar. Well, you could say they're all about parenthood, you know. Gravity is getting over the trauma of losing her daughter. Contact. She lost her dad. And then... The dad come it plays a role at the end. On the subject of Adastra, really quick. And the reason that is is because in Western sort of religious philosophy, we've traditionally conceptualized the ultimate reality as a individual and usually a male, and so that analogizes most simply to a parent in the life of an individual, and the totality of the universe is kind of the closest thing that we can perceive with our normal consciousness. Uh, to that ultimate reality so when people are encountering the universe in the form of space they are encountering sort of the metaphysical parent or the archetypal parent and so that analogizes to the micro plot of their relationship with their individual parents and the one complements on the other so that's why that comes up a lot how cool the space movies they're pretty good yeah they're pretty good yeah cool I like, just, yeah. I like when the baboon was there mm-hmm. I like that Natasha Leone is in it cool Remember her? Yeah, she's on the moon. Yeah. I also... That, that's an energy I want in space. Like that made it seem more sort of blue blue collar and working man and I like it. One point. One point. The mission that Tommy Lee Jones was originally sent was to find intelligent life. Yes. The film doesn't mention whether they... Like, because they, they didn't succeed. Yeah. He didn't. He just catalogued a whole shit ton of planets and that's badass. That's awesome. But would you have rather the film end with ambiguity as to whether he succeeded or not? I do like that. One of my thoughts was the, um, I guess, theme or just plot point of, well, the plot point of wanting to try to find extraterrestrial life and the theme of the fear of being alone in the universe that should have been emphasised more during the movie. Yeah. Because it's not something Brad Pitt gives a shit about. It's not something any of the other characters really give a shit about. Just Tommy Lee Jones. But it's motivated everything Tommy Lee Jones does and therefore has incited the entire film. So yeah. that reckoning with, are we going to find something out there or is is all the meaning we need right here should have come up a little bit more. And yeah, a little bit of ambiguity would have been good because that would hint towards you know the ultimate un- unknowability of the thing it is that they are that we're trying to confront in this in this movie because um, I like Contact yeah. that's a good movie yeah could have had a little bit of that in there I would have enjoyed it yeah you, yeah 
Yeah, so I think if, I... You, if they weave that through the film and then put a bit of that at the end, I think, yeah, that would have made it a little bit more streamlined. Um, I just streamlined. described the feeling of this watching this film as a less weird version of 2001 A Space Odyssey. Yeah, very much. Where not a lot happened, it's very slow-paced. Which, not um, explicitly about um, mother, mums or dads, but what does he become at the end? Baby. Star baby. So it's all a sort of there's something you know, is you know child of the universe. Who knows? There's a thousand interpretations you put on there, but I don't like that movie. Generational sort of um, yeah, reproduction theme still there. It's always cool there. that it was filmed in two thousand one though. Guardians of the Galaxy, Space Odyssey, Dads. Everything's about dads. Everything is about dads. How good a dad? If you want to make a good movie, make it about dads. <laughs> Father Fugues. I like 2001 A Space Odyssey. Yeah, that's right. And I'm not going to sit down and watch it. <laughs> <laughs> but I have watched it. Yeah. yeah. And I like and I, I, I like. See, I like you watch it's it. Doing. It's a film that you watch, but it's not a film that I watch again. Well, no, it's not. It's, um, yeah, it's... It's a film that everybody should it's sit like, through. It's almost like, is it a film? It's like, it's crazy what it is. But <laughs> yeah. What it's, it? it's three or four. That is three films. That is one. definitely several. And films. the Howl film is great. That would be a great film. It's a great film. And well, it is a film. It's an hour and a half long with <laughs> two other hour long movies outside of it. It's all good. Well, the Howl one's... Yeah, that's a good... That's good. Anyway, what did you think? Oh, Anything else you want to talk about? Yeah, there was one more thing I was going to put on there. Was it that Tommy Lee Jones' beard would have been a lot bigger than it is? I wonder. And why did bodies not decay when they're in space with him in, in the spaceship where there's air to breathe? True. I want an explanation of how he'd survived for so long. Other than, look, plants. I thought it was going to be... I thought there was going to be some weird time warpy thing. I thought there was going to be aliens. Where we thought they... where For us it's been 20 years, but for them it's been a month because they went through something and then... That's just interstellar. And if they did that, I'd just be like, oh, you just interstellar that shit. Yeah, but... Like, but it's mental that Tommy Lee Jones was still alive. It like, is you mental. would go mad and it's in mental, untold ways. now he started the surge. Yeah, you wouldn't go mad in a way where you... Just write yes, yes, yes on the front cover of Time magazine. Like you'd forget what you are. <laughs> totally not. Yes. Yes. Because he wouldn't have spoken words oh, okay. in a long time. So I, I I still liked it, but when he um when he basically he basically does an Indiana Jones when Indiana he basically does Indiana Jones getting in a fridge to avoid a nuclear bomb where he gets what is essentially a fridge door and blasts himself through an asteroid field. <laughs> Badass. Badass. And then, am I right that he rides a nuclear explosion all the way back to Earth? Yeah. And that works... 15 years. Perfectly. Well, he had fuel to get back, but he used this to speed up the journey, I'm pretty sure. He wow. didn't have fuel to take off. Yeah. It's space. Space it's, movies. It's space, man. That's how, that's how the USS Enterprise has got out of many conundrums. Set off a nuke. Set off a bomb. And just ride that and wave. And ride that tail. Yeah, nice. It feels good. Yeah. It seems safe. Yeah. It seems real safe. Yeah. That's how I get out of most of my problems. I just send off a bomb of some kind. Nuke. Just just emotional nuke. Emotional and just, nuke. And then I just ride that wave out. Yeah, yeah, nice. Nice. Away from your problems. Yeah. Walking away. 
like Craig. David. I say this as though I have a lot of problems. Sure. I feel as though I have a regular amount of problems. That's why it works for you. If you've only got one or two problems, then you can just drop a nuke. Because yeah. now, as history has shown us, everyone's okay with a couple of nukes. <laughs> I think we can don't live do with any more. We can do live with about two. There were so many nuke. There have been like hundreds of nuclear tests. Yes. Right? And my question is what are we still testing? <laughs> they like, just got bigger. Like. They got bigger. Lads, I think we're good. I think, yep. <laughs> We know we can do this. We knew these were... <laughs> Have you seen We diagrams? knew these were... It's not like anyone's looking at Japan... It's not like it's 1947 and <laughs> anyone's looking at Japan going, well, are they that bad? Maybe we should test them. We've known for a long time and they're still like, do we need a specific island? Nah. Um, have you seen diagrams of like the sizes of the explosion? Like the mushroom clouds? Because um, there's like... No. I've, like a video of like, oh, have them through history and through history and yes. like starting 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 and then there's that, that big boy one yeah. and it's like us oh. standing next to the Statue of Liberty yeah. like Jesus. this is an expl- I'm like is that like the entirety of Australia yeah. where did they set that off yeah what part of the world doesn't exist anymore yeah <laughs> it's okay they're just trying to kill Godzilla don't worry about it ah <laughs> uh, that makes sense that one probably succeeded yeah on a probably scale killed. of 1 to 10 from Air Ender to Die Hard Seven. We can't just give sevens to everything. I can. You can. Well, we, yeah, we can do whatever we want, can't we? Yes, we can. There are bits yeah. that I loved, bits that I hated. Okay. Yeah. That's a seven, isn't it? That's a seven. Could have been great. <laughs> could have been great. <laughs> I think this was great. Oh, okay, cool. And for me, this isn't a could have been great. This is a could have been really great. Okay. It could have been really I great. I think this could have been really great. Could have been Die Hard in Space. Die Hard in Space. Sorry. Judge the film first. Uh... (sighs) There's not enough numbers in this guy. Die Hard in Space is the last 30 minutes of Fifth Element. I need to watch Fifth Element again. You do. It's pretty great. Yeah. Okay. I believe you. Well, we can can put that on the podcast. (laughs) On the Die Hard podcast. well, I don't think it rips off enough. The of die hard. is cast. Is that something for the, the die, hard, die Hard podcast? <laughs> no, it's no, not. That's not anything, is it? Um, <laughs> oh fuck! Doesn't matter, does it, Sam? Yeah, it's a seven. It's a seven. Sweet. No, if you think it's a seven, I have to say it's an eight then. Oh, okay, because you liked Cause I, it more. I liked it more than you. But did you like it as much as you liked um, Robin Hood? Robin Hood. Yes. <laughs> Yes. What a great film. What a great film. Classic of cinema. Yeah. 2018. Yeah. Huh. Thanks for listening, make, guys. make another one of those, are they? Yeah, thanks for listening, everybody. What are we doing next? Um, Just real quick. Real quick, real quick. Is we it are... horror films? Are we watching horror films? Because next. there are some horror films. No, we've got um, The Dead Don't Die. That's a well, horror film. Yeah. The Dead Don't Die. Yeah. Cool. Cool. That comes out, comes out next week. And then it's Terminator. Yeah, and also that week that uh, the the Irishman on Netflix. Same time. Yeah, dude, double film. Yeah, you know that's that's three hours as well. What's happened this year? People like films. Yeah, but we don't like that much. You know, like people like good films that just go on for long times. You ever had a sandwich with four slices of bread in it? Yes. No, I actually haven't. Yeah. Does it sound good? No, but do three you, slices. Do of you bread like works. bread though? Three slices of bread works, but you can't have four. No. Too much tuna. Too much tuna. We're not doing a bread to hour analogy here. I'm just everyone <laughs> knows three is fine. Four is too much. <laughs> cool. 
Yeah. All right. Well, this was good. So good. Well Ad-Astra. done, everybody. Adastra. I want a sequel where... I don't want a sequel. He goes to find his mum uh, on, she's been on Mercury. Years. He has to go towards the sun now. So she's on it's like crossed over with sunshine. And then it and turns out that, that she's just dead because she went towards the sun. After that big journey back, he finally lands back on Earth. And they're like, thank God you're here. We think your mum is trying to end the world from Mercury. We lost contact with her not long after you left. Like, Jesus fucking Christ. I think that'd be good, wouldn't it? No. Good. Or his brother? No, let's just not and say we did. Add Mumstra. Nope. Thanks for listening. <laughs> Thanks for listening, everybody. If you've enjoyed the podcast, you can follow us on Twitter at Exceptional Thieves or send us an email at exceptionalthieves at gmail.com. Um, or if uh, you go to patreon.com forward slash Samuel Brookfield. If you if, have some of that. Some if you want to become a patron of the show and get all our bonus uh, episodes, we're putting out an episode on there every two weeks. We have he a, says with supreme confidence. We have a calendar. Um, we have a calendar. Yeah, we, have, we, we, have, we have a calendar. Yeah. And um, if you're able to... Uh, patronize the show not by being condescending but just I can also the... give you excerpts from Sam's diary yep you can give you excerpts from Sam's diary um, I'm gonna good. I might get on there and do some of my impressions just order just upload those yeah um, um, I've, I've, I've been I've been working on that with you I stole a lot of Sam's left shoes and I can yep. give you the soles off of them yep yep so if you know someone's into everything actually it's okay just you, I'll make a Patreon tier where it's called Weirdo. <laughs> we'll surprise the hell out of you. With and, no, and you and you are allowed to ask for something. <laughs> so whatever your thing is that you really want, doesn't matter how creepy it is. We really want to buy a second microphone. So get on there, and um, I'll I'll put in like a fifteen dollar tier, and that's called Weirdo. And then we will um, do something. Yeah, you can, for you, not to you, not to you, or n- we're not going to necessarily be in the same room. But <laughs> you can make a request, and we'll probably we'll probably do it because um, because we have nothing better to do with our time. Because we've got we've got nothing else on. We're, yeah. we're just we don't have jobs. Around. This no. is our job now. Yeah, yeah. We've thrown we've... all of our pennies into this basket. Yeah, yeah. All is that a metaphor? Eggs in it. All of our eggs into this well. We're in this one, yes. In this one well. Yeah. And all of our wishing eggs are in here. All of our puppies are falling into this one nest at the bottom <laughs> of this well. And if you don't, and if you don't help us out, then Pennywise is going to get us. The baby's so, out of the bag. Yeah. The cat has left the <laughs> hand basket. Is that that's yeah. God, we're good at words, aren't we, Isaac? Yeah, man, metaphors. Funny and clever, that's us. All right, thanks, everyone.